Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black.
the Civil War. Hey, I'm serious. I'm talking about politics in this country has not been this way since uh, surely uh, in, a long, in, in more than a, a century. Uh, yeah, so we, we've got some serious, serious uh, problems in the country with our politics. Yeah? We've got a president who... Uh, I thought I gave him a year. His year was up there. January 20th. That was his year. His year was up. We're going to zero in on this guy. We got an office masquerading as some kind of uh, a president. And he is masquerading now. And it's crazy that uh, he's got 30% of the American people who uh, starts to behind him. And I can tell those people. Uh, of the same people who was marching in Charlottesville, uh, of Virginia, with white robes and Nazi uh, swastikas uh, as their uh, uh, emblems, as their uh, flags, if you will. And we've got a president who condoned it, who condoned it, who, who uh, I, well, I'll say, uh, yeah, he, he did not condone it. He went along with it. I'm sorry, I don't even, he didn't condone anything. He, he went along with uh, the people in that march uh, on Charlottesville, Virginia. And they remained uh, 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 something after uh, following the Civil War, uh, marching up and down the streets talking about death to uh, a certain group of people uh, in the country. It, it's frightening. Uh, the politics today is frightening with the so called. Uh, uh, moral majority. Those people are not moral about anything. Anytime somebody comes telling you uh, they got some kind of moral, uh, some kind of religious morality in this country, it's junk. It is junk, y'all. I'm here to tell you, no way could anybody uh, with any kind of religious uh, philosophy, uh, morals, uh, uh, Condone what this guy is doing, what we got as president of this country. No way to any of condone this guy. Period. I, I don't want to hear about giving him a pass on his morality. That's junk. That is junk. He don't deserve a pass on anything right now. Uh, got a free call to International Black Forum, y'all. 1 588-3814. That's a free call into the Hushmore uh, uh, Black Forum. I am the Hushmore. Uh, you're a moderator of this, of this forum. We, you know, we try to make sense out of things. This doesn't make no sense out here, man. Yeah, we advocate for justice, social justice on behalf of American activists, sir. Not because we don't love everybody. We love everybody. That's just by extension. We, and I said, that a case for that group of people, my people. Uh, no doubt, we uh, we got a lot we got a lot to cover this year, y'all. Uh, I think the Hushville Blackboard, we're going to be out there hopefully every night, uh, every week that our show is to air on Saturday, the uh, seventh of May, throughout the rest of uh, this year, and as long as. Uh, Don't say Trump is president. We're going to be out here uh, voicing our uh, uh, opinion. 
about what's going on. Yeah, just uh, what right now, from my perspective, what I see, uh, this guy's trying to turn the hand back, you know, he's trying to turn the hands of pain back. Uh, that is, is uh, we got to uh, do everything we can to do what that can happen. It won't happen, on, it won't happen uh, as long as I'm browsing. I don't know why. <laughs> so, we, we will uh, we'll have to get out and bars in the streets. Uh, we will have to get out and bars in the streets. Uh, hopefully, that's all we have to do. But we have to do whatever to uh, uh, not take a step back. We ain't taking a step back. None at all. Yeah, not more. <laughs> we can't afford to. Uh, this is too crazy. We, you know, my forefathers were slaves in the state where they were in Georgia. My great great granddaddy was a slave in Georgia. And uh, we, uh, we, we ain't taking a step back nowhere, no kind of way. We ain't even going sideways. We're going straight ahead. We're going straight ahead. Hey, <laughs> yeah, we, we just get back out here, y'all. Hey, Facebook friends, what's up? Let me see. I don't know if Lee lets you know that we are out here. Uh, trying to, uh, you know, trying to just, uh, I don't know, y'all. Trying to just, uh, you know, I don't know if, uh, yeah, because everybody got to pitch in, y'all. You can't. <laughs> We need all decks on hand, y'all. Yeah. We need all decks on hand. We need all decks on hand. That's
carried over uh, two of the 2016 presidential elections, but 33% of the population that elected uh, someone who's highly, highly unqualified to hold the office, y'all. We elected someone who is highly, highly unqualified to hold the office of president of the United States. Uh, and the uh, pizza is going uh, out right now. And the state is yellow for every accuracy and for America's period. But everybody is Everybody in this country and in the the world is uh, is uh, uh, in danger of uh, of the the hatred that uh, racism, the uh, bigotry, the uh, whatever you want to put it up, put on it that uh, allow for this one person to be elected president in this country. And, uh, uh, I wouldn't want to stand for a I don't know where it's going to land up because I don't see but right now a fear of living. I don't see a fear in it to uh, the madness that's going on in the country.
especially on an economic footing, uh, deprived of education, equal work opportunities, equal access to real estate. Uh, so you, you know, those, those, that alone, those three things I just named alone, uh, prevented us and severely hampered us from uh, uh, assimilating into the society of an equal footing after the Civil War, after some 200 plus years of free labor, slave labor uh, in the country, which took away after the 14th Amendment was put into the Constitution, 13th Amendment of in our history, in America's African sense, those three amendments are instrumental in uh, securing our uh, rightful place, our equality within the society. Uh, our 14th Amendment to the Jim Crow laws and uh, the uh, separate equal laws that was put in place uh, after the Civil War, after those laws was put uh, into the Constitution. They turned around and they turned around and subverted those laws to separate the laws and just out and out the light of discrimination. Those laws were codified in the national law, the separate political laws by Cassidy versus Ferguson in 1896. That thing. Solidified all uh, the uh, separate equal general laws that was throughout the country, throughout the South, in the country, into national law. Uh, they made it legal for the uh, states to uh, uh, take and separate American Africans and out of the state society. It made it legal for them to. Uh, 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 that made it legal for uh, uh, the governments and the citizens to deprive American uh, Africans and access to real estate, to equal jobs, to equal education. Uh, they made it legal. That peasant versus Ferguson made it legal for uh, uh, the 14th Amendment uh, uh, protections for us. Uh, in the Constitution to be uh, scrapped when it came to uh, our political protection plan. It injured us severely. It injured us severely. So when I talk about reparations, I'm not coming at it from a perspective of slavery. I'm not talking about reparations for two, three, two hundred fifty, three hundred years of slavery. I've been got away from that. I turned to slavery and went over to a higher power. <laughs> I turned to slavery and went over to a much higher power than me. Just go over it.
Hallelujah. Welcome to the Hushmore Black Forum. We uh, got a great show uh, for you. Starting Black History Month out here. Got a free call into the Hushmore Black Forum, 1-888-588-3814. And we don't take many calls. We will take a call. That is a free call-in number to the Hushmore Black Forum, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of the session, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody else with a blog talk there. We advocate, advocate social justice on behalf of Americans and Africans. And because we don't love everybody, we do. Uh, it's just my extension that we find ourselves advocating for that particular group. Uh, not, you know, we advocate for justice. Justice is a blanket. People justice is a blanket. Uh, is a blanket. Uh, or should be a blanket uh, 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 thing covering everybody. It should be, and, and I, I believe that it has to be uh, in order to make this uh, society. In order to make this society function, the way that. Uh, People uh, envision uh, a democracy. This is not a democracy, by the way. We don't have a democracy. We know that uh, uh, the government is uh, because of the Constitution. We know this is a republic. Uh, this is a republic uh, uh, in terms of the government because of the Constitution. Laws written down on a piece of paper is a democracy by definition. It's a uh, republic, excuse me, by definition. The democracy part of it coming to their actions within the society. Uh, supposedly, one man, one woman, everybody is equal, doesn't have an existence. We got <laughs> that democracy that uh, has been put forth is nothing more than uh, democracism. Democracism is another thing, that's another thing, that's another thing, that's another uh, that's what democracy is, and that's what it just in this country. I'll break that down for you a little more. And you probably never heard the term democracy. It's a it's a hushboism. I like that. It's a hushboism. Uh, it's democracy that I'm uh, I'm introducing to the uh, English vernacular. Yeah, but we're going to get into it a little more this evening. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be doing uh, my latest essay. We're going to cover it. It's entitled Framing Framing Reparations. Uh, and we're going to get into that uh, this evening for Black History Month. Uh, hey, uh, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls. This is we can communicate with the state. Anybody paying us nothing. So we're just going to take a break anyway. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. Y'all hang in there. You got me hush, my God. You're staying with me. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
this mass of war, we were a tangled in uh, the after the Civil War was over, we are entangled in a very uh, just a hallmark of uh, 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 mess uh, dealing with the separate equal laws that just had us uh, pretty much uh, back on the plantation uh, and everything, but uh, except the chains. The only thing that they would even have uh, tied us back was the chains that uh, was taken off after the Civil War. Was, Uh, his work uh, eventually led 
to uh, this Black History Month that we're celebrating today. And uh, we, things have gotten a lot better. I want to say that things have gotten a lot, lot better just in my lifetime. In my 72 years here uh, on this earth, here in this country, here in this state, uh, things have gotten. Uh, heck of a lot better than that. But they were when I uh, was a kid when I was when I came into this when I was into the screen in 1945. Things have gotten a lot, lot better than when I came into this world in 1945. The like expectancy of a American girl of African descent was like 59 and a half years ago. I'm saying the people so I've outlived that. Um, that uh, projection that a few years ago, and it's still going, ain't going to go there. Oh, I ain't going to go there. So, yeah, um, for this Black History Month, I, I, uh, I'm going to kick it off by doing so. I tell you about part as you wish, and the Carter G. Wilson, the father of Black History Month, and that man. We're going to talk about reparations, one of my favorite subjects, because I know the opinion uh, the economic disparity that exists today between the different uh, groups in the country, uh, the minority of Native Americans, and only one that I zero in on, like I said, because I'm a part of that community. And that's something that I, I focus my uh, attention on. And I'm sympathetic uh, with all groups who have been uh, uh, deprived of equal, equal justice here in this country. And I'll, you know, I'll fight, march, and do everything else with you on your behalf. But when it comes to reparations, you know, I advocate for reparations just for American African descent. Now that's me. I, me personally, I don't want anything to do with any kind of affirmative action that places me an American African descent whose parents and foreparents were slaves uh, in this country. I don't want to be placed in a group with no other minority uh, 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 claiming equal uh, whatever the affirmative action dollars is, I don't want to be a part of that group. I don't want to be a part of that group because I don't think any other group in this country was legally discriminated against, who was legally, by definition of their race and color, uh, had uh, 14th Amendment's rights taken away on paper. Now, there's another group in the country that can claim that let me know and come on over, but as far as I can tell, I was just looking at my history and I just took the history course and it's not in the country's history anywhere, but any other group had 14th Amendment rights and protections taken away by law, by the federal government, by state governments on their race, based on their color. <coughs> no other group in this country. So, uh, if we stand alone in that 
uh, if it is a fact that we stand alone there in this country, uh, I advocate that the reparations are alone based on uh, that fact. It's based on that fact. Uh, uh, so the affirmative action dollars, affirmative action laws of the 1960s, I never got anything out of it. Don't want anything out of it. It mostly went to other people who were in that group, the majority of those affirmative action dollars, and if you just want to know the truth, the majority of the affirmative action dollars uh, that were set aside, or I don't know what it was, but uh, back in the 60s, uh, uh, the affirmative action dollars that were set aside, 75 to 80% of the dollars were to white females. Went to white Females, 75 to 80% of the affirmative action dollars ever been set aside, ever been doled uh, out in this white females. Now, you got them against white females. They've they got a claim to some issues here. They've got a claim to uh, uh, women's suffrage. Uh, they was denied the right to vote and all that stuff. Hey, you know, I, I'll march with them for that. I'll stand with them side by side. To uh, uh, to uh, get they just do on those issues, on those issues, reparations pertaining to Fourteenth Amendment rights violations. I'll stand with Americans of African descent only. I'll stand with Americans of African descent only when it comes to reparations pertaining to Fourteenth Amendment violations. Period. Only group, only group in the country, y'all, who had the 14th Amendment rights violated and not protected because of their race, because of the color of their skin, because of their African descent. The only group. Now, if there's another group who can claim that, come show me this, but we'll, we'll uh, talk about forming some kind of agreement. We'll talk about four to some kind of media to uh, go forward in our, uh, in our uh, protest. Right now, I can't find that. Right now, I can't find it. Yeah. So, I, you know, the affirmative action dollars of groups, uh, 10, 12 groups that were dropped in the report, affirmative action dollars of the six, I don't want no part of it. Yeah. Keep it away from me. Keep it away from me because things get too moral lump me in with somebody else to start talking about create all kind of other animosities between the uh, different uh, segments uh, of society. So I don't want to be a part of that group. I'm separate distinct from that group now. Americans of African descent is separate and distinct from all of the other minorities in this country. It's just a fact, you know, and we're, we're going to break down the history. We've got to leave that. I'll take some history class. And, uh, <laughs> I got that on the socialist degree down there. In general studies there from uh, Atlanta Metropolitan College, a lot of it has to do with uh, history. A lot of studies has to do with history, American history, African-American history. It's mind-boggling, some of the things that uh, are there. It's not mind-boggling, it's all history, it's all there in black and white. It's never used, it's never used, it's in there. 
teach us something. Framing reparations, y'all, is the title of my is the title of my uh, reparations uh, uh, advocacy, if you will. I think it's important to frame our argument for reparations properly, so that we don't get confused about. just what it is that uh, we're talking about, we're looking for out of uh, the government. We're not looking for any handouts. We don't want the government to do anything for me. I don't want the government to do anything for me. You know, not in terms of, uh, you know, uh, just uh, uh, helping me survive from a day to day, from helping me survive day to day. Hell, I work all my life. Uh, I worked all of my life. Yeah, I, yeah, I, nobody had me nothing, give me nothing. I got out there and worked. Uh, I retired, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it is. I retired. I worked there for years. I retired, man. But I could out there and work again. If I need to just a feed myself to feed my family. I could have that to stay at work. Dig, dig, ditches, pig guys, whatever it takes. Hey, you know, ain't, ain't, ain't no shame in my game when it comes to work and just trying to make uh, a few dollars because <coughs> I ain't going to get rich. You ain't going to get rich working with me. That's out. You know, it's a kind of manual labor. <laughs> you get rich in this country. Uh, so the capital is not set up that way for the workers to get rich. That's what we understand the labor. Constitution of Georgia or the Federal Constitution until after the Civil War. 
had killed the 13, 14, and 15 men that was going to the Constitution after the Civil War, after some 600,000 people died. I mean, Levy is the internal war the country's had to have uh, some exit, uh, but was quickly denied uh, full, uh, full access because of Jim Crow separate uh, laws that was put in place before he had a chance to uh, prevent him from assimilating into this new uh, this new society, really. Uh, the society was a new, but his position in it was uh, certainly new after the Civil War. Uh, by that time, uh, my great great granddaddy Dan had been, uh, he was born in 1820, so by the time the Civil War was over, he had been around 40 some years so, as a slave. As a slave, as a What's that? 1826 to five. He had been around 45 years as a slave, as a so-called uh, piece of property. He had existed in this country for 45 years. Well, my great great granddaddy Dad Cameron had existed in the state of Georgia here as uh, somebody's property for 45 years, providing free, hard quality. Uh, labor. And after the Civil War was over, they would uh, be afforded uh, the opportunity to uh, live out and uh, uh, live out the uh, 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment uh, without uh, without uh, the rest of his life in a in a, uh, in a free uh, American society. But that 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 was the case. Uh, and the great great uh, granddaddy Dan, that was not the case. Show us that went wrong with that uh, part of our history uh, after the Civil War here in Georgia. The first thing they did was uh, uh, separate uh, or prevent uh, the ex slaves that depend on descendants from assembling into the society. That's the first thing they did. They didn't have that. They didn't have that. They segregated them out of. White society, with the separate equal laws, they prevented my ancestors from purchasing real estate of their choice, from acquiring property of their choice. They abolished the land that was set aside for the uh, Southern Homestead Act. They abolished that act you know, after 10 years without my people even coming close to getting <laughs> of that land on my father's side. Some, some folks on my mother's side did get a few acres over there in Alabama. But my father's people didn't get that wind. Nothing out of the 46 million acres that was set aside in the Southern Homestead Act. Y'all probably don't know too much about the Southern Homestead Act. Check it out. Check out the Southern Homestead Act. You can 
uh, get an idea of what it was about if you check out agrarianism and reconstruction politics, the Southern Homestead Act, by Michael L. Lanza. Agrarianism and Reconstruction Politics is the name of the book, the Southern Homestead Act, subtitled by Michael L. Lanza, L-A-N-Z-A, Michael L. Check that out and you'll you'll get an idea of what the Southern Homestead Act was about. It was about after the Civil War, the Republicans got together in Congress and passed the law, set this flag. 46 million acres here in five southern states, uh, land that was dedicated primarily for the ex-slaves who had been freed after the Civil War. That's who that land was set aside for primarily. Of course, the citizens of this state and this country who was in power, majority of white people, by the way, who failed. They repel at the notion that somehow land wouldn't, wouldn't, this is federal land by the federal government who had just, you know, uh, 600,000 people had just died to, uh, you know, to bring the slavery down. And uh, the government, the Republican government, set aside 46 million acres of federal land, not anybody, no citizens land. This is much like the Homestead Act. Of 1862, that set aside over 200 million acres out west there for homesteaders. People flooded out there and got that land without any protest at all. So when they came to set aside land for American Africans, all of a sudden everybody's rebelling against that idea, notion that how could you allow these uh, people of African access to land? You're going to take away all our labors. You're going to take away our workers, you We can't have that. They rebelled from the next 10 years from 1876. From 1866 to 1876, they was uh, marching in the street more or less to prevent uh, the uh, newly uh, freed uh, Americans from accessing that land, y'all, this is completed. In 1876, they got together with uh, this, what the phase of this character was that was president field, and the southern uh, politicos and the, the northern industrialists got together and repealed, repealed the Southern Homestead Act, but uh, only three million other acres being distributed, and then most of that went to white people and business folks. You blacks got some of that land. A tiny, tiny field. But only 3 million acres of the 46 million was distributed. Uh, the rest of the 43 million acres, y'all, that was set aside in the Southern Homestead Act in 1876 when it was repealed, went back to the federal government. They kept that land together and redistributed among northern industrialists in the powers of peace. That land wound up in the hands of corporations like where you mentioned the Georgia Pacific and other railroads and all kind of other craziness that And we got that land. And the price to pay for any kind of idling 
was a somehow a democracy that everybody in the society was equal with their vote. And they would say that initially, now the democracy was supposed to be, uh, well, it was so convoluted. And I got a thing where uh, I think a little more take on that. And the whole thing was a little different because initially within the society, only white property owners, only white property owners had the right to vote. Initially, only white property owners had white male property owners had the legal right to vote. Before the Civil War, we're talking about at the very beginning, at the very formation, after uh, 1776. After 1776, uh, we're talking about after the Revolutionary War, when the country was formed, it decided for the most part, made up of white Europeans. Hilarious countries in Europe, including England, France, Germany, Spain, Holland. And this is all uh, the new uh, uh, immigrants of this country. Now, obviously, the Native American Indian was here, but the new folks who formed the country was made up primarily of white <coughs> uh, Europeans. Including people from England, France, uh, Spain, Holland, and African slaves. And African slaves. That's who made up this new country. That was the bulk of the influx of new people into North America into the Americas that talked about South and Central North America. This whole uh, continent over here uh, that began slightly before Columbus, fourteen ninety two, somewhere around there. But uh, with the discovery of well, not the discovery, it did uh, stumbling on to this side of the world out of Europe and uh, <coughs> uh, uh, moving this way to. Uh, Spread uh, their influence uh, to America, which is what we're talking about. Now. We're just talking about I made my re- reparations. We're just talking about the United States of America. I mean, I'm just talking about reparations from the United States of America, from the states that make up that issue. Uh, the United States of America. So,
This is a new country, y'all. We, everything new. Government's new. Yeah, no such thing as a, a republic, uh, just a pure republic uh, with a society made up of all these different groups of people, y'all. Nowhere in the world did it exist prior to 
to, uh, you know, up until now. So it was just 1776 when we uh, broke away from, when this country broke away from England, more or less, uh, and started its own uh, set of, uh, set up its own government, its own uh, doctrine of uh, how the society should run. Uh, they had three tentacles to this new society, y'all. And uh, they were capitalism, democracism, and racism. Y'all remember those three doctrines that uh, 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 formed the initial setup of the American society after 1776? Capitalism, democracism, and racism. Those three made up uh, made up uh, this country, uh, uh, their society, and how the society was going to interact with each other, and how it uh, 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 and what happened. Since uh, 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 the uniform country was made up of all these different ethnic and racial groups of people, some of which was free and some of which is white. Both whites and non-whites, a new social paradigm had to be created. What evolved to accommodate this melting pot of people, a reason for my writing here, were three unique systems, capitalism, democracy, and racism. Capitalism was the economic system. We all know about capitalism. We're going to get into it a little further. While democracism and racism were the two social systems. Each system was self-sustaining, yet all three were intricately joined together. All three of these systems were joined together. They stood alone, but all three are independent on uh, each other. They couldn't, they couldn't survive without each other. There was no way for them to survive in the makeup of the society without tearing all three of them together some kind of way. By tying all three of them together some kind of way. And uh, that's what things got interested in. Hey, uh, we're going to take a quick pause and come back and delve uh, further into uh, this framing of reparation that uh, I advocate for. But right now, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls, y'all. We'll be right back. You got me, Hushmo. Y'all hang in there. We'll be right back.
show for you. Great.